Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are discussing Blade Runner 2049 as our feature review. But first, does anybody have anything else they'd like to talk about? Uh, uh, oh, it, was, it was a tie. Go. <laughs> I, uh, I started playing the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. I'm only more excited for the full game with the campaign. Just, uh really enjoying that um what is the campaign do you know what the basic story is i don't know much about it you're you're a you're like an a, empi- imperial an pilot pilot trooper a mission from beyond you the basically grave are there when the death star is destroyed you're on um endor so you're basically death star. filling the 30 year gap the second death star yeah <laughs> you're filling well i said endor um, but uh you're yeah you nerds the, you're filling the gap between episode uh, six and seven, essentially. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm excited for there to be a campaign because I couldn't, I didn't play the first one at all since I'm not big on multiplayer. Yeah, I'm just. Um, they have like kind of a a new mode where it's uh, like multiple different things happen in the map. So the one they had in the beta was uh, you could play as the droids or the clone <laughs> troopers on Theed, and it's like the droids are attacking a palace on Naboo, um, and the clone troopers are defending it, so that's like multi-stage combat, so there were certain times where I wanted to be a sniper, certain times I wanted to be the support class, and it, um, it worked out really well. I think it's really fun. I'm excited for the full game. Uh, and, like I said, I've been watching Channel Zero. You have not been saying that, but now you are. Oh, I told you guys before that, but yeah, uh, yeah, isn't this the one that you have like a love hate relationship with, or is no, this the that, love one? Oh, that's the hotel one. Oh, this is the one, love one. Uh, yeah, whatever. God, I do need to. I, I do need to go back to that. Uh, I, I keep getting those two confused episode. for some reason. Uh, or the fourth episode, I still haven't watched it. But um, Channel Zero is super creepy. Uh, I don't want to give away anything, but totally worth checking out. It's anthology, so each season is a different story. There's only two seasons so far. Um, the first one's incredible. The second one so far is keeping that pace. Um, looks like it'll be just as good. What, what, or possibly what channel is this on, Ben? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Uh, it's sci-fi. sci-fi, I think. Have okay. you been no, watching I it, I just Dan? was looking it up. Oh, okay. They have four seasons planned already? I mean, it, it's... It was weird because when I, a friend of mine told me about it, it's like I'd never heard so of it. So have they shot all of this already? And uh no they they've only done they've only finished the second season that's currently airing I think they're working on the third one okay, right now. Okay, they have they have um, names but, and actors attached to the third. Yeah, because they're because they're all based off of um creepy pastas. Creepy pastas. <laughs> so is there a Slender Man one? Yeah, there might be. So creepy pastas are like these weird online stories that are just like super scary. Um, most of them are fake though. Uh. Not yeah, to be confused yeah. with a spaghetti western. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they're both, like, the, the first one is, like, there's this TV show that may be, you know, causing supernatural disturbances, like, the parents don't even see it kind of thing. It's really cool. Uh, also one of the most interesting looking monsters in TV shows I've seen in a long time is in the first season. Um... And this one has, uh, this, this season is called The No End House, and it's basically just, uh, 
like this this creepy house that shows up people go in for scares but then it's like how real is it uh and it's getting pretty weird now um but i'm liking it a lot wait you said uh is each episode self-contained or each season self-contained? Each season is self-contained. Okay. Um, it seems there's six episode think, seasons. Okay. Yeah, they're short. They're short, but they're really good. Um, at least the first season is and the second season is so far. Yeah, and then it can just maybe go the route of American Horror Story. <laughs> oh, please, no. I'd like <laughs> to stay good. Well, they have four... Wikipedia has four seasons listed. They're going to do two more are like already paid for or already planned to be doing so we're gonna be getting it for at least a couple more years hey. what's it like watching mark berendanowitz in a scary genre um is he in the first season yeah so so that's not his actual know. name so paul andrew schneider uh he's been around for a while i want to oh. say but the thing i know him for is uh, season one of Parks and Recreation, he was Mark Brendan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why does that oh, name sound familiar? Yes. Um, he's actually really good in it. Uh, he's a really good actor. He's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of indie stuff. Yeah. And it's like, and he, he kind of, he's, he's really good in it. Uh, again, I, I don't want to give away anything, but I loved his role in it and I loved his, his story. Um, cause he's, he's the main guy in that, the first season. Nice. Uh, it's really he's, good, though. He's great in Assassination of Jesse James or the Coward Robert Ford. He plays a guy called Dick Little. <laughs> he's also he's also really good in the newsroom. Actually, he kind of plays a similar like character. He's he's a very mild mannered in the newsroom and Parks and Recreation. And I don't know if that is what he's like in real life. Then maybe or what, but. He's still very compelling. That also reminds me, I've been watching Parks and Recreation or re-watching Parks and Recreation, and I was just thinking that uh, Rashida Jones actually does a really great job. Like, when on The Office she portrayed Karen, and Karen had a very specific particular personality, um, and she the was able straight to man. differentiate... Uh, I wouldn't say the straight man. Well, she was, I mean, she was kind of the straight man at the beginning of Parks and Rec, and then her character changed throughout it, the seasons. Yeah, it did change a lot. Um, and she kind of... She got dumber, kind she of. She did get kind... Yeah, she did get kind of dumber, and... Um, My favorite Ann Perkins one was she was dating, like, all the different guys, and then she would, at once... That was yeah. My favorite Ann Perkins moment is when she's talking to Leslie Nope, telling her she's leaving, and she just breaks out waffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so she definitely evolved into a more kind of goofy, but very warm, loving character, whereas in the first season, she... And naturally, I mean, she didn't know who any of the characters... She didn't know who Leslie was or any of these people, so she was very much more distant and a straight manish, but she... And you know she was kind of the opposite of um, Chris Pratt's character, so she kind of was playing opposite of the lovable character. So it might have made her look not Chris Pratt out. not lovable at the beginning of that show. I hated Andy. Well, that's another I mean, character like that evolved. The a goofy lot. dog that you yeah. can't be mad at. Um, even though he is a horrible boyfriend. That's actually a really good description. But in the, I don't know about that in the first season. Like everyone was. He's not good in the first season. Oh yeah. no, he's a horrible boyfriend, but it's like he's still kind of the yes. comedy 
like he was still funny. And it's like and it's like his heart's in the right place. He's just so dumb. It's it's like yeah. hazardous to those around when him. When I guess that actually makes it more uh, justifiable that Ann Perkins was way more kind of straight womanish and way more serious in the beginning because she was dealing with this <laughs> terrible relationship and having to care yeah. for this. Uh, person who took advantage of her a lot but well she anyways, had yeah, to be so, the calm across from leslie's storm of yeah anxiety emotion and anxiety and excitement at all times so yeah so yeah anyways uh rushia jones is awesome i think she really differentiated herself from have you watched her um show angie tribeca i hear it's quite good but i yeah yeah it's pretty it's really all like mm-hmm. outlandish and all over the place but it is pretty funny it looked like a kind of like a naked gun Leslie Nielsen that's comedy, kind of that. Um, that's what's been, who are the who are the brothers? That's what's been the, uh, to the guys a lot. who did Airplane. Zucker. Um, yeah, it's like the Zucker brothers kind of thing from what I've I've seen. I do want to see it. I just haven't yet. And it's uh, written by Steve Carell and his wife. I hate that I had to refer to her as Steve Carell's wife. What's Steve Carell's wife's name? <laughs> Someone look this up. She's been in a ton of things too. Like she was. Yeah, she's a great actress. She was in. She was um, Carol. She was Steve Carell's girlfriend on the office or michael scott's girlfriend on the office for a while um nancy walls nancy walls that is steve carell's wife's name rashida jones um, is writing the fourth toy story movie she she's oh really she, she could uh, Interesting. she could she can make or break that hot streak for that franchise uh i've been i haven't watched a lot of things this week in terms of tv or movies or whatever but um NBA's in preseason right now, which means the starters has come back. Snore. The, the starters is, I don't know. It's probably one of the influences for me to even like get into this whole podcasting game or whatever, because they do a great job at making a silly but very in-depth analytical show on sports, professional sports, and like I am not one. First of all, I'm not very athletic. I'm not super into sports. Basketball is the one sport that I do kind of intentionally follow a lot. But I don't watch I feel like ESPN. we should take offense as a St. Louis native to this statement. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so you yeah, have I'm not to sure. like the Cardinals. <laughs> so I like the Cardinals when uh, they get in the playoffs and then I can follow them in the playoffs. Ooh. But I don't actively watch baseball on a regular basis did you get into the nba when did you get into it since we don't have a team here when i was super young i've always loved basketball like i like i can't trace back where that comes to or where that comes from but yeah i got it from my grandpa because we always watched uh michael jordan era bulls oh yeah like so the suns and the rockets i remember were my uh why would you cheer for the suns or the rockets because Charles Barkley and uh, he clearly uh, likes space, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and Olajuwon, Hakeem Olajuwon, those guys. That's why I, again, Jordan. I've been watching since I was that Jordan. Young. No, for sure, for sure. Whatever. Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um, Dennis Rodman. It was a great team. No, the '90s Bulls were legendary, and I remember when they. I remember that. I think the final series I remember the most is them against the jazz because my dad was a huge jazz fan and so i really liked the jazz in that era too carl malone john stockton greg hornacek greg ostertag or jeff hornacek excuse me greg ostertag um yeah nobody likes the, the jazz guy. either what is wrong with you you're an idiot oh my gosh <laughs> jordan how about, is one of... how about those harlem globetrotters 
<laughs> Anyways, all this to I say, like John Stockton. I'm not a huge... I'll give you that. Yeah. Carl Malone. Carl Malone is in the top five leading scorers of all yeah, time, by the way. Yeah, never won a title. He may or may not be higher than Jordan. I'm yeah, pretty sure he is NBA, actually so higher I, than Jordan. I used all my knowledge earlier, and now I'm completely lost in you this You didn't have Tony Kukoc in your pocket? Anyways. You What's said that? Warren didn't have Tony Kukoc oh, Tony in her pocket? <laughs> he was like Tony the fourth Kukoch. best bowl. He wasn't the fourth Well, clearly I just knew the three. <laughs> who would you put above him? I'm I don't talking know who to John. The only Dennis bulls Rodman, I remember is Michael Dennis Jordan, Rodman. Scottie Pippen, yeah, Dennis and then Tony Kukoc. Okay, that's three. Um, well, no, excuse me, Kerr. but three is my favorite number, so I I'm, only remember I'm not, three. I'm, I'm into it with John, not you, Lauren. Well, you were just calling me out I for know, not knowing this guy. I know, but then John was commenting how he wasn't the fourth best bull, and I he wanted him to tell me who was better bull. than him. Steve Steve no. Kerr was better. Steve Kerr would not say he's better than Tony Kukoc. Well, maybe he's modest. Um. Anyways, uh. What I was meaning to say is I'm even though I really love basketball, I'm not an active like sports fanatic. Like I can't watch ESPN. I can't watch an entire channel devoted to sports like 24 seven. Um, so the starters is a great show for me because they keep it very it? light and very humorous. Um, it's not, so it's uh, NBA TVs. It's one of their shows or whatever. And it's just four guys for um, pundits, if you will. But they Are keep any it super of them ca- former players? No, they're all mm-hmm. just like super casual, like journalists or whatever. Um, they do, they do, and they do a couple of uh, segments that are hilarious. So like the meme team. So they, so each <laughs> week they round up the different like funny happenings in the NBA, and it's not just stuff that happens on the court. It's like stuff that players tweet out and etc. Um, uh, athletes and tweeting. Yeah, they do weekend whoopsies. So again, sort of same sort of thing. All the mistakes that happen throughout the week, and they're just they're just super funny. They don't take themselves super seriously, which is great. Um, and that's not to say they're not professional or they don't know what they're doing. They do, but it's just a more lighthearted show, which I appreciate. Um, Trey Kirby, Lee Ellis, Tass Mellis, or Tass. I don't know what Tass's last name is. And J. E. Skeets. They're awesome. Shout out to the starters. Bill Simmons listed Carl Malone as the 18th best player in NBA history. This was a while back. Um, he wasn't even the best Malone in NBA history. <laughs> you, you, you are not letting this go. Too high. <laughs> no, no. So, hold on. Hold on. He scored the second most career points in NBA history, second behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think that's Jordan, isn't it? I'm not saying... I, no, 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 no. So hold on. I was looking at this ranking earlier because I was watching the starters and they were mentioning how Dirk Nowitzki may or may not break the top five this year. Um, so number one's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number two is Karl Malone. Number three You're is right. Kobe Bryant. Number four is Michael Jordan. And number five is Wilt Chamberlain. Six is Dirk Nowitzki. Seven is LeBron James. Eight is Shaquille O'Neal. Nine is Moses Malone, who you were talking about. And then ten is Elvin okay. Hayes. Oh, and 11's Hakeem Olajuwon, who I mentioned earlier. Thank you very yeah, much. He was, he was like think, seven feet tall when nobody Ben's else was. I think Ben's falling asleep. <laughs> this is okay. true. Okay, Lauren. Ben, you still with us? 
And Blake Griffin was great on Broad City, bringing it back to the entertainment industry. If, if you guys can't tell, I know a whole lot about basketball. Like, my <laughs> knowledge is just, it's ridiculous. How many touchdowns do you need to win the game? But how many you touchdowns say? do you need to win the game? Uh, don't you have to run bases? <laughs> um, only if you get more than three yellow cards. <laughs> This is the one where they have, they have the brooms right on the ice. Isn't that the no? Brooms. They have what on the ice? Curling. The brooms. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And like each yeah. place starts no, with a scrum. <laughs> Ooh, I'm impressed. You know what that was? A scrum. <laughs> yeah, not not in the sense like I'm impressed. Oh, you. I'm impressed. Chauvinist male. Chauvinist male. One. There was an episode of Friends in which Ross plays uh, yep. rugby. Two, one of my best friends played uh, rugby in college, so So I know my stuff. Is that rugby? I thought it was a curling term. No, it's rugby. (laughs) So you just called me out for knowing it, and you didn't know what it was? I thought it was a curling term. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Okay, no, I definitely don't know any curling terms. You scrub in a curling match. You scrub. Yeah, you scrub the ice. Scrub that ice. you yell really loudly. Okay, John. Are you Hi. good? I'm good. Raptors are going all the way. Raptors 2018. Yeah, you and Drake can keep rooting I feel for like them. they should have to play with shortened arms, so. Like, how would you shoot those? I almost said, how would you shoot those field goals? <laughs> goals. Wait, that counts. Them. They are field goals. They're, actually they're, they're called goals. field goals. They're oh, yeah, they are. Runs. <laughs> I'm, oh, it's too late for this. <laughs> All right, Lauren, okay. go ahead. I'm so sorry. bringing it back to something Ben can talk about, because he's seen most everything I'm t- about to talk about. We meant, or I mentioned Yay. last week that I uh, <laughs> read The Girl with All the Gifts. So this week I watched the movie, and I'll say I enjoyed it, and they took out something from the books. There were, um, they had like too many conflicting elements. Like The zombies are bad enough, but there were also raiders in the book. But they took that out of the movie, which I really appreciated because that storyline was a catalyst that didn't end up going anywhere. But I have to say, I don't agree with you with it being one of the best zombie movies in recent time. Like, okay, I mean, it, I, I think it's... Oh, don't just say okay, defend I can, your I can see position. <laughs> well, I mean, my main problems were... Maybe, like, maybe let me defend myself before telling me to defend myself. Just, just Oh, did you hear that? that? My rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> you rabble, upset rabble. Scooter. It's like I can see why it's not everyone's favorite. Um, I just think it's really well done. I think it's a very it's like Oh yeah, it's great it's and the more, music's it's really more good. Like, yeah, it's more like character driven than most zombies where it's just like we're gonna survive as opposed to it's like, no, I actually care about most of the people in this movie. Yeah, I just think my biggest complaint with it is that the main relationship is between the girl and her favorite teacher and everything she does generally, she thinks about how it will affect how the teacher sees her in the movie and book in a way kind of loses that, especially in terms of how the book or the, well, both of them, how both of them end. And I still it, don't believe the, the ending, ending at all. Yeah, they do have the same okay. ending. Okay. Um, I think the movie kind of did the like, ending better, but I still didn't you said like you it. Didn't, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I thought it was good, but it was definitely one of those like, Ooh, some people are really not going to like this. I just um, I didn't feel like it fit with the character who kind of made it happen, <laughs> but I can't get into details on that. So. Yeah. Um, 
who was it? It was uh, Gemma Gemma Arterton. Gemma right? Arterton, was yeah. The teacher, she was great. Uh, yeah, and there's a she was in a movie this year that I really need to see. It's gotten like a lot of great reviews. Uh, uh, it's about the film industry. Uh, someone look it up. Anyway, it's supposed to be really right good. <laughs> but I guess the other thing I saw this week was another one that Ben loves. It's called The Final Girls. Cause, yeah. yeah, October is horror month, as everyone knows. So I was watching horror films or trying to, and I quickly failed, obviously, because the final girls is actually a comedy, but it's based in the horror <laughs> genre. So it's, it's a horror comedy. It's OK. It's, it's like a spoof, but not really a spoof because it's spoof. I kind of don't like, but these I love. It's the same genre, and it's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Like um, Adam Devine, which he's in. What is the TV show he's in? Yeah, I've never seen that. I really want to, but like I always loved him in the Pitch Perfect movies and anything else I see him in. And he's just, he plays just the dumb jock, like, sex fiend in this. And it's just like, just think of him doing that. He, it sounds like it could be bad, but he's hilarious, as is the female version of that same role, um, Angela Trimber. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen, I can't think of a lot of acting roles I've seen her in. I do see her occasionally, but she was best known for me anyway. She did this like dancing while no one's watching video that got really big on YouTube for a while. So you should definitely look that up because it kind of plays into one scene that her character has in the movie. But like seriously, anyone who loves the horror genre or just comedy should watch it because it's an amazing movie with a great cast and surprisingly a lot of heart to it. It's not just dumb comedy. Yeah, I think it's like um, what's the one with the the two hillbillies? Um, uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yeah, it's 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 like that, but it's it's just like a better version. Like it's it's yeah, like and just who it has else more in heart. it? Um, Thomas Middleditch is in it. Uh, Nina Dobrev, right. who we talked about last week. Um, Tysa Farmiga. I don't. I think that's how you say her first name. What was the? It's like Teresa. No, that's the girl um, I just said. Tysa Farmiga. Oh, Tysa. Sorry. I, 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 I don't know sorry. how you pronounce it. That's my guess. Alia Shawkat, aka Maybe. Yeah, she's in it. Malin Ackerman, um, aka Malin Ackerman, and Alexandra yeah. Ludwig, who was the bad guy in the hunger games i think what is this what is this movie about lauren king explain again um the main premise is that this girl in the beginning of the movie malin ackerman plays her mom it's tysa formiga's the daughter malin ackerman's the mom and the mom is best known as the actress in this um like cult classic 80s horror film like uh, so friday the 13th yeah slasher Yeah. yeah exactly slasher film and so in the beginning of the movie she goes to like this screening of this movie that her, the movie her mom was in, and somehow like a guy was smoking at the theater, which would never happen. But suffice it to like the theater burst into flames, and somehow when they cut through the screen to find the back exit, they like somehow get transported into the movie, and they have to survive the movie. Which so you know they're basically being chased by a just Freddy basically. Why have I never heard of this? It, it was. It I don't wasn't think like it, a big release. Yeah, it wasn't a big though. movie at all. And but it's, but it's, I, like, it the comes with have, my highest recommendation. Yeah, it's like anyone I know who's seen it really likes it. It's it's such a good movie. Yeah, Wait, really the Final good. Girls. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is not to not be to convert- be confused with Final Girl. Final with, Girl. Um, okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I do remember seeing the trailer to Final Girl and being like, uh, "What's the girl's name in that?" 
Abigail Breslin. Yes, thank you. The I was AKA... actually going to do a double feature of those movies because of the titles, but I never got to it. <laughs> um, I remember being like, oh, great. The girl from Little Miss Sunshine is now in a horror film <laughs> where she kills everyone. Well, she awesome. was in Signs. She, she kind of killed aliens. Yeah. Spilled the, some water. Si- signs, yeah, spilled is, some water. signs is in a traditional horror film. Uh, as someone who is afraid of E.T., it is most definitely a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> um i love signs by the way yeah me too their oh. finest by the way lauren is the Gemma Arterton movie or yes thank you i've heard it's terrible though too really i've seen a lot of good things no i think they're just... it's it's very it's very split all over the place but I, okay. a, a couple people that i follow on twitter i think it was just like the female femme critics mm-hmm. twitter that i follow has been mm-hmm. like all the ones they retweet have been positive so maybe hey, that's I why i only think of positive credits too i i didn't say you didn't <laughs> um you might just follow more than them who's talked about it this director i like this director um she has directed oh she directed an education i love that movie hmm. um an education Was that's that... the one with uh um what's her name Carrie something. Yep, Carrie Mulligan dates oh, yeah, that Peter Skarsgård. Really it was like her breakout and, role. Yeah. Um, she her breakout role was Pride and Prejudice. Oh, was she? Uh, that wasn't her breakout role. She <laughs> I'm was kidding. Like, it's just it's she the was first like thing I remember her. Dar- from. What uh, what's their last name? Um, the Bennett. The Bennett. She was like Bennett sister number. Yeah, she six. was Bennett number. <laughs> no, she was like Bennett number four. <laughs> yeah, a four. <laughs> she played Kitty. They had an American actress playing a Bennett before. She, yeah, it was her, um, Jenna, Jenna Malone. Malone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that Jenna was, I still. Oh, man, great. I love Pride and Prejudice. So good. Good movie. Yes. I need to. I, I need to read it. Yeah, it is a very good book. I was actually like Just not even Pride, joking. Prejudice I was about to start you'll, it tonight. You'll get everything. No, it's, it's worth a read though. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well written. No, I'm. I'm joking. I'm sure it's great. Whatever. I hate you. Please die. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, my final thing is just the original Blade Runner. I rewatched it last night, and I continue to hate it. Great. Um, you can talk about it more during the episode. Yeah, I can't okay. wait to delve into that. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, for sake of time, I'm not going to really talk about anything, but I saw Mother again, and it was just as great. Oh, no. Um, and you said Amy liked it. This this upsets um, me no some. amy said she didn't hate it um, oh, so that could still be like strong dislike but she she we had lots of good conversation afterwards it was good like like the good conversations we've had or like <laughs> we had good ones. conversations too about the movie i think but she was she didn't hate it she was more upset with me that i didn't tell her that it wasn't a scary movie and i was like yes i did tell you it wasn't a scary movie but she got really tense during the um whatchamacallit um baby scene no not the baby no that she was fine during all that the the the, when donald when donald when donald gleason was on the lamb she was worried about him coming oh yeah and she was she got all tense during that scene man he was he was my favorite part of that movie i just thought he did a really good job lauren loves murderers no (laughs) no I did not mention the murderer in the final girls who has a ridiculous tiki mask. Oh man, that's right. <laughs> uh, 
Is it gonna Man, be? I need to is it, is that. it gonna be cooler than the snowman face when we talk about that in two weeks? Oh, so, I can't wait. For so the we snowman. saw the trailer for that, and Amy's like, "Oh my god, that looks terrifying!" And I'm like, "I guarantee you, that movie is not gonna have the tone or the pacing of that trailer, which makes it seem like a mile the minute, like yeah, like that oh, director. No, gonna, that director be... directed Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and uh, Let the Right One In. That movie is gonna be." contemplative and thoughtful and gorgeous but it's not going to be some crepe did he do the american American yeah did he do let me in or let the right let me in was matt reeves who did the the last two apes movies what was this was this was the vampire one you're talking about no let the right one in is completely different no let the right one in is a vampire movie it's let Let the right one in and let me in are the same movie and they're both very good actually oh let the right wait hold on is let okay. the right one in the this... Swedish version? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and you're saying he directed the American version? No, no. he did the other one. He did the Swedish. One. Oh, okay. I've only seen the American version. Uh, if the Swedish Same version here. is that good, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Then. Tinker t- Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is extremely underrated as well. If you ask me. I underrated wasn't it nominated for an Oscar? Gary Oldman was, but that doesn't mean it's properly rated. And being nominated for an Oscar Oscar doesn't mean it's good. That too, yeah. Remember remember when Suicide Squad won an Oscar? (laughs) Yes. Aren't you the one out of us that likes it the most? Yeah, I still (laughs) think it's a pretty good movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's entertaining. It's not a good movie, but it's mildly entertaining. I, I will agree with John on that. It's entertaining. I think it's more entertaining than you guys. I would also agree it's not good. It's just dumb fun. I wouldn't call it fun. Yeah, the dumbness <laughs> overwhelms the fun for me, though. Okay. They needed Jake yeah. Courtney to throw some more boomerangs. Yeah. Or play around with that unicorn more. That was just fucking weird. Um, okay, so let's just get into Blade Runner. God, We're don't at... even get into bl- unicorns with Blade Runner. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's a oh. replicant. Is he, though? Uh, I think, well, when the final cut came out, I'm pretty sure Ridley Scott was going around yeah, saying he Ridley was. Ridley Scott, he is. To everyone else, he is not. But this movie doesn't solidify that either. But we're getting yeah, ahead of ourselves. Wait, 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 what? No spoilers. No you know spoilers. he's in the movie. He's in the trailer. No, but talking about if he is or isn't, like, let's well, not... Well, it's not answered. He just no, but I'm saying the, the answer, like I said, it's very publicly been declared by ridley scott that he is and it's very publicly been denied by everyone else yeah it's like harrison ford is like he's totally human and ridley scott's like well he's totally yeah apparently they did not get along at all um okay so blade runner 2049 (laughs) quick thoughts and then we'll get into these spoilers that we're already dancing around well a lot of my quick thoughts involved my thoughts of the first movie so um i'll just say I, surprisingly, for as much as I didn't like the first one, I really liked this one, which I didn't know what to expect going in. But I just thought it was, like, similar to the first one, the the aesthetic of the movie is just, it's beautiful. And that's the one thing I liked about the first movie, that and its love of Coca-Cola, which does come back into this one and Sony. (laughs) Is that um, a Pepsi girl? Oh, no, I'll drink Pepsi products, but I just... (laughs) But Coca-Cola kept coming up in these movies. 
But um, so did uh, Atari, didn't it? Yeah, Atari did once that I remember, and then Sony was a couple times. But um, do you think Atari yeah. executives watch this new one and they just cry, like, because this in this alternative universe, it's still a, a well like they successful got you know, They sell a they sell a retro T-shirt from time to time. Ninety nine percent from like Macy's or something like that. Yeah, so, like, my basic sum up for this movie is there are definitely some certain elements that I have problems with that I can't mention now, but they didn't, they weren't, like, bad enough to, like, hinder my enjoyment of the movie overall. John? This movie was fucking long. (laughs) (laughs) Was Um, it two hours, 44 minutes? Yeah. Surprisingly, the first one felt longer to me, though. Like, I... (laughs) This was a visually beautiful movie. The sound design was great. The acting was wonderful. But it was long. It was super long. Hey, John, you ever think of maybe not seeing movies at night? No. Because <laughs> like, um, this actually, one, you, this one was long. Say. You fell asleep in one. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Um, this one and Flatliners were the only two that I've seen at nighttime. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, it was just long. It was just long. Like, regardless of when I would see this movie, it was very <laughs> long. And I've got more to say, but in terms of, like, the biggest, most prominent thoughts that I had about this movie, that was it. It was a long movie. <laughs> and like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But where do you fall in the good or bad spectrum? See, that's the thing. Um... For whatever that I want to talk about after we go to the non the, to the spoilers part, um, about the great aspects of it, mm-hmm. the thing that I keep coming back to is that it was very long, <laughs> and so I don't think it, I I don't think that's a good thing for a movie. I don't think it's necessarily um, a huge critique of it, but yeah, I'll say I didn't really feel the length, but I could definitely understand others feeling it. No so, good movie is too long, and no bad movie is too short. I see. So here's the thing, Zach. I I feel like that's a great like non sequitur. Like that's a great kind of idealistic um, philosophy for movies. But I feel like this movie actually disproves that <laughs> um, in the sense that not that it was bad. It wasn't bad, but. There was stuff you would cut? It wasn't even that there was stuff I would cut, necessarily, because it all still felt essential, but it was just very long. Um, And I saw it by myself. I'm not sure if it would have felt less longer. Less longer? Someone was holding your hand. Shorter. Shorter, yeah. Um, Yeah, if I was with someone else. So, I don't know. You uh, process time weird if it seems shorter with people standing next to you, but okay. <laughs> ben? Yeah, um, I'm the exact opposite of Einstein. You're good at math? No. In the, he's got that famous quote, like, if you want to understand relativity... E equals uh, MC squared? <laughs> relativity, like, spend, a, spend an, a minute, five minutes with a beautiful woman, and it can feel shorter... 
put your like hand on a hot stove for a second it can feel like forever or something i don't like know that. i mean that beautiful woman could be stupid and it'll feel really long <laughs> this is true this is true oh side note i, was, I played dungeons and dragons the other day oh jesus um, talk about long things <laughs> yeah so no i'm actually gonna end my thought there there was more that, to that, that wasn't about, even like, that wasn't even a thought <laughs> I did this I, thing, th- there, there was a there was a very attractive female across from me the entire time, and it made it hard. Your penis? <laughs> yeah, no, it made it hard. It. <laughs> we're cutting this part out. <laughs> no, we're not. Difficult. It made it hard it to concentrate. It difficult. I mean, it's not, a, it's not yes, a podcast episode from us unless we it talk about difficult. your undercarriage. <laughs> it made it, it could have very easily made two things hard, or made things multiple <laughs> things hard. And probably, you know. <laughs> All right. awesome. So Ben, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> um, I thought it was absolutely beautiful, super gorgeous. Um, I can, like Lauren said, I can see other people thinking it was long, but I, I felt kind of, I was interested, invested, and just I wanted to see what was happening the entire time through. I never got bored once. Uh, I also, I also think. Um, like, this is some of the best acting I've seen in a movie this year. Uh, Sylvia Hoex as Love was amazing. Yeah, there were a uh, bunch Ke- of people I didn't know before this R- that were amazing R- in this. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Gosling, like, as much as I love him in Driver, I think this is his best movie. Drive. Mm-hmm. I, Ryan Gosling. Uh, oh, sorry. As much as I love him as Driver, I thought his role as K was better. He was amazing. Did anyone think that Love, the woman who played Love, looked like Ashley Judd? No. I, mean, I did not get that. I did not think no. about that. I mean, yes, I liked, you're you're not wrong, but I did not think about that during the movie. Yeah, she was great, and I really liked um, Anna de Armas. Or how yeah. That's, yeah, and I was going to say, she was, she was probably my favorite I was part probably of the, the most invested in that storyline. Yeah, she was amazing. And then, and uh, you guys can harsh on me for this, I don't know, but I, I don't think Harrison Ford does much acting in general. He just does that one, I'm kind of a tough, cool guy. I mean, at least he didn't... <laughs> Like, yeah, but this, he like, didn't he's, do he's his act- stupid getting punched in the face face. He's, he's actually <laughs> like legitimately great in this movie. I think this is the best he's ever been in a movie that I've seen. He's amazing. I don't know. There was one scene though where it's like I didn't know if he was like playing the scene or if as an old man he just forgot his line and the camera just didn't leave him for a while. Did you did you hear that he he actually punched Ryan Gosling in the face on one of the teams? Yeah. There's oh, a picture I saw the of picture. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't I wouldn't put it past him to that just be like a curmudgeon old man just like he was no, angry. If you saw his face, you you know he was sorry. He was not well, expecting to punch him. He does get him. paid to act. Um, well, he's supposed to be he also, grumpy in the scene, and he looks well, he sorry in the picture. He also forgot Ryan Gosling's name like three times in less than two. Apparently, that's a interview. joke. I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not. I I'm gonna give him joke? the benefit of the doubt in that one. Apparently, okay. it's a joke. Yes. Okay, because I don't think because I don't know. I don't the think, first time might not have yeah, been a Gosling joke, but the consecutive <laughs> numbers. Of also, this is a bit spoilery, but I would argue it cannot be Harrison Ford's best acting in a movie. Based on the two shots they have of him <laughs> during the final battle, where he's sitting in the, <laughs> he's just it's sitting okay. there, and he like he just if you watch the movie again, I don't know it's like it's like Lauren was like I don't know if they just left the camera on I feel like they just had B roll on him sitting <laughs> yes in there and they were like oh shit we gotta cut we don't have any shots to cut back to Harrison of 
and they just used shots of him just sitting before the movie start was I'm so mad that they gave away that Harrison Ford was going to be this in this in the trailer because yeah, it's like, it takes he doesn't so show long up to for get two to hours into the movie. It's like he yeah. I just had this joke to myself. It's like he hated working on the first movie so much that he just kept putting off coming to set so they had to keep pushing <laughs> his amount of time how, in the movie. How, how much of this movie do I need to be in, guys? Yes. Like bare minimum. It's like can you kill me off in this too, please? <laughs> All right. All I need to do next is die as Indiana Jones. And <laughs> yes. I'm done. I already reviewed the movie for the website. You might have read that. Much to Ben's chagrin. But I really liked it as well. Um, oh my it, god, this is a miracle. We have seen a miracle, you guys. Two weeks in a row, we have agreed. All right, Zach and I have agreed. Um, well, think about, well, think about this. This is the first movie where three, I think, Three of us are in pretty strong agreement. Yeah, way to ruin it, John. Hey, I never well, said I didn't I mean, like it. I liked it. It no, is no, really like, long. If anything, it would it could have been last week, but I'm the only person who was like, you know what? I thought I thought Flatliners was fine. So you, this is my. You seem to like it more than fine last week. John was in the middle on. Oh, that I said movie it was good, too. like decent. Not. This is my time. Um, <laughs> the. I agree, the movie is long, but it was not a problem for me in any way, shape, or form. Um, I agree that there's some great acting in Ana de Armas, Armas. I think she was the standout for sure in the cast. And uh, with Lauren, I thought that was... I love that that was... I had no idea that was happening. Yes, it was a retread of her. Um, but at the same time, I think it brought enough newness to the table... And it's just a really interesting exercise to discuss AI. That's just really interesting. You were just to me. incredibly vague in like the last three statements. I have no idea what you're referring to. What her? No, like you the just movie said it her. was like a retread of something. Oh, her, see, I haven't her. seen that movie. I thought you were just okay. using her as a word to describe. No, this no, of... her the film. No. Sorry. Gotcha. Um, which is all about someone falling in love with an AI. Um, mm. And, this is, and an AI falling in love with a person? Well, it's debatable if she fell in love with a person. No, yeah. I think I think she. We'll get into that. Well, let's start. <laughs> let's start with that because that actually is like a third of the movie is her relationship with Ryan Gosling, and I don't think anybody. There's no way you could have known that going into the movie, um, based on no. the marketing. She's not. She's a sex object in the marketing. She's just the giant naked girl bending over to boop him on the nose. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, it was very good. I liked it a lot. I can't wait to see it again. And um, it's not in my top five of the year, but it's in my top ten, I think, right now. Um, but uh, It's definitely in my top ten. Well, you haven't it's liked anything this year. Two. I've, top I've two? liked at least five things. Yep. And but this, is what I wanna say, this is what I want to say to Ben. I don't know. This movie is way more quote-unquote boring than mother is yet you were ready to walk out of that movie in the beginning i just don't understand you sometimes you're a weird cat how was it how was it boring it was never boring a movie that quote, isn't unquote, boring, boring doesn't mean it's good i'm not saying that i'm just saying it just, it, it's interesting to me what ben finds engaging and not engaging well i found um, like a detective case with a really interesting world yeah i found that super interesting what I didn't find interesting was just, oh, these people are staying with us and they're super awkward. Okay. I'm just saying, there, it, okay. the, 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 the movie, uh, 
the mother just has the pace and the flow, and you said you were bored by it. That's what I'm. Well, when you're not invested in it, that means yeah, it had it gave me nothing to be invested in. This Blade Runner did gave me Um, likable characters. That that's a start. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. Um, I do. There's like one likable character, I think. I, I would say Joy is the only likable character in the movie. Oh, it's just very interesting to me. It's an observation. It's the same way Ben was bored by It Comes at Night but not Beguiled. And I would say It Comes at Night was... It's just an inter- I can't Again, figure it out. It's Zach, very interesting Zach, to me. the thing is, interesting characters. That's that's what got me into it. Okay? Can we Can we, can we, can we go on? back to talking about basketball? There was far less fighting then. So spoilers? Mm, sure. Spoilers! Spoilers. Spoilers. So, Joy, what did we want to talk about that? I was trying to have a nice conversation about that character and that she was the best. <laughs> so, she okay, was good. so question. Yes. Do here here's a general question just about the movie um which I think can relate to the place of Joy in the plot and the story. But do we feel like this movie asks the question, what does it mean to be human? more effectively than the original oh most definitely did it at least add another layer to the discussion i think it's Um, about equal i think i'd say this is much better with with joy's with joy and k's dynamic i think it adds more to it it's like yeah she's she's ai but she's as human as i mean she seems just well i mean think about it one of the most robotic characters was um oh my god the the main guy who creates these robots, Wallace. androids. Jared Leto. Yeah. Jared Leto is what I meant. Jared though. Leto. It's like he was the most robotic out of everyone in his performance, and I loved it. But can I like, can I ask something about that real quick? Why why did he not have like prosthetic eyes? He just had like. I mean, who drones? said there's prosthetic eyes? I mean, I don't know. I just assumed just put... those those drones were just the equivalent. Yeah, but then why wouldn't he just have those in his face in addition to ones? Because the drones around? are like pets, and we love having pets. And they could be anywhere. He could yeah, see they anywhere. Could, they, can do, they can do a 360 face. view when he can't. He had, like four, he had like four of them, so he could have two in his face and two flying around. He would get the... Well, who's to say when he put that thing there, he didn't see with his eyes? That's exactly what he was doing, I'm sure. So, I will say, kind of get back to Joey's character, I did love the idea that um, we are introduced right away, first off, that Kay, Ryan Gosling's character, who eventually names himself Joe... Um, no, he Kay's... didn't name himself. Yeah, that. he didn't name okay. himself. Okay, <laughs> I don't think he that. liked the name Joe. Joe. No, that's he didn't fair. in the <laughs> end. That's yeah. for sure. Um, he's a replicant, whereas in the first one, that's the question that we're asking ourselves by the end of the movie. To be honest, I never replicant. asked that question about the first Blade Runner ever. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't realize that was the question I needed to be asking either. Um, but apparently, well, that's you weren't most... supposed to in the original cut. It wasn't until Ridley Scott started messing with it. Okay, fair enough. I and I guess that was one thing that going into this film, um, I had read all that backstory kind of or all that hype about that was the question I was supposed to be asking by the end of the first Blade Runner, which I wasn't. I was just kind of confused and didn't know what the hell I just watched. Um But so this movie made it very clear right up front that in terms of identity, our main character is a replicant. And there's some questions about his identity that we'll get to in terms of, okay, is he, was he made or was he born? Um, 
and uh, and i guess the main question like is do we think he's human do we think he has a soul but i thought it was interesting that part of the answers to that question was the fact that and i think one of the greatest cuts in the movie was showing him coming home for the first time after taking out uh bautista's character which by the way bautista yeah he did an amazing job actually like i'm always like very skeptical when uh, professional wrestlers make their way into film and tv media or whatever but dave bautista did an amazing job Anyway, the greatest... I would say the last three to do it have been quite successful. The I Rock, was worried he was going to do Cena, another, like... Dave Bautista. Um, so, John Cena... It wasn't... Bautista was in... Uh, what was the last Bond movie? He was, like, not good in that. I no, he was like fine him. in that. He was. He, he, he uh, served I, exactly what he was supposed Inspector, to be. I just... He was not great at all. So more anyways, importantly really, about... I'm glad he was in Blade Runner. More importantly about Dave Bautista, would those glasses be larger on a normal person, or were they just incredibly <laughs> tiny because it was him? Potentially. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I think one of the best cuts was showing him coming home and seeing all the stuff that he was facing with, um, well, first of all, his co-worker who yelled that thing at him, and then his neighbor who was yelling at him in Russian, I believe. Yeah, they kept calling him, like, skin job and stuff. Or Skinner or whatever. Skinner, yeah. Um, and that, that graffiti on his door. And then he comes home, and he has this very, actually, like, human reaction of, like, he he has this loneliness. And so he's purchased a companion, these uh, these joys or whatever. And hologram. He, <laughs> these Yeah, these uh, interactive holograms. Mm-hmm. And I it's not it's not a it's not interactive. It's a real thing. Well, Well, yeah, it interacts with him and thus it is interactive. Yeah, but it's not but it's not interactive implies it's programmed. I think it's well, it is programmed. No, it's not. It's an AI. It's 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 for itself. She's ones and zeros. That's programming. But she thinks for herself. She's not It's still a program. So okay, but here's the here's the thing. So we're we're asking this question between ourselves. Like we're we're not even asking the question of whether or not K is human. We're asking the question of whether or not this AI, this program or whatever is human. And we're dissecting that interaction interaction. And I think that was a very strong uh plot point to include in the movie in terms of we define the humanity of our main character K based on not just his characteristics, but his interactions with other characters. And I think that was very smart and very effective. Yeah. And I loved, I loved how they actually showed her, like she would kind of blink out from time to time and you could always see her, but no matter how much you're reminded that she's not real, she's still like one of the, like one of the characters I connect the most to. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I also, I also love that kind of like, even though even though she's like AI, it's one of those things like how human is she and does it really even matter to Kay? Because he's not really human either. They're both Well yeah, it's just like that quote synthetic. about the dog. Is it real? Why don't you ask him? Yeah. <laughs> to him he's real. <laughs> the alcoholic dog. Yes. <laughs> both both Kay and Joy are fully thinking people <laughs> yeah no one's debating that yeah, we're not I'm just disputing saying that, she but... was started out as a computer and eventually they did yes she is ai but she's still ones and zeros technically she is still a computer but, program so the, the question isn't not about their sentience or their um 
Agency. Agency is the word I'm looking for. Um, oh, okay. It so that's not the question that we're that's not the argument we're having or the um, disagreement we're having. It's whether or not they're human, and I think that's the thing that. That's no, that is what I'm saying. I'm saying they are. <laughs> they're as oh, real okay. as a human. <laughs> Oh, okay. Which well, that is one line I hate from these mo- movies. What? How does it go? Like more human than human or something? Yeah, yeah that was like, kind of dumb at the end there. That's like wetter than water. Yeah, what? it's a callback from the first movie. I hated it then. I hate it now. It's it's that they have all the thought process of a human, but they're so physically then they're better. equal to humans. No, but they're more f- physically capable. They they could. This is why they could take. But then a, like, they're, they're not. They're, they're not more human. Yeah, they're human. They're less human because they're str- like they're further away yeah. from what a human is because they're stronger. What? It, it's like Superman isn't human. He's super strong. It's like he looks like a dude. They look like us, but they're not. They're they have. But they have. They can do. They can do everything we can do, but better. Yeah, that's. That's They've the point. They're not us. us. They're. Yeah, but they're not humans then. They're the next step. They're above that. Okay. Yeah, they're not more human than human. They're more than human. (laughs) Yeah. They're better than humans. Okay, we don't need to keep arguing about the meaning of words. Let's Um, just talk about this movie. Can I, I, uh, before I forget to mention this, um, Free on Crunchyroll is Blade Runner Blackout 2022. Which is an interquel, and it takes place so between Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and it's directed by uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, who is a famous anime director, uh, Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo. It's like fifteen minutes long. It's pretty darn good. Uh, I thought it was pretty bad. Blackout. <laughs> well, just to put that out there. Okay. Anyway, the. Uh, if you want to know how the blackout... They mentioned a blackout in 2049. If you want to know how that happened, uh, just watch it on Crunchyroll again. It's I don't. I don't it's, it's on YouTube as well. I don't think it oh, did a very good job okay. of explaining anything, to be honest with you. Like, what was the point of the tanker? Why do I care about this girl that's doing flips? The action was good. I'll give you that. But, um... The, if anything, so it back just... back to Blade Runner. This is Blade Runner. It, it's, well, I know, it's, but... Let's it, not well, spend our whole I time think, arguing yeah, about things wanna, that half of us haven't seen. We don't want to go seen. off on this tangent, so... Well, no, I was just going to gonna say, if, if it, the, anything that it did would be... It made it intrigued me to see them potentially expand this world away from the Deckard storyline um, as an interesting way for the series to go if they try to keep it alive. The the Rachel return, the, the replicant Rachel with Jared Leto and Harrison Ford. I thought that was really cool. I did not see that coming. That was awesome. I thought it was the best part when they shot her so we could get rid of that. Yeah, it was also like, you figure he would have paid more attention and just made her with the right color eyes. Well, he probably just assumed it would have been created the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't, also don't think Harrison Ford gave a shit. He wasn't buying into that Yeah, nonsense. honestly, I don't believe Harrison Ford would know what color her eyes are. <laughs> He's just just an asshole. Wouldn't remember. He got that lady pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, by forcing himself on her. Do you want to talk about that love scene? That was a little weird. Not a little. She tried to leave. He slammed the door on her, pushed her against a wall, and then demanded that she say, "Kiss me." 
and then forced himself on her. So excuse me if I don't believe for a second if they loved each other. Like it's the worst part of this whole movie. I hate it. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with that. That was a weak romance in the first one. Um. To to to, to, before we get away from all the way away from the joy stuff, I um I don't think they 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 missed the ending with her though. It, It was not. Very, it could, not as emotional as it could have should have been, for how much I was invested with them um, before that. What ending? Like her getting killed with joy. Well, it's like I mean, how oh, could they kill okay. her? How could they kill her slowly though? It's no, like... I no, I just think they should have given her something to do rather than just turn on. Like she should have been more relevant to. What could she I don't have know, done? It worked for me. She could have there. been a distraction or something or anything. She, she tried to be, but as she cannot interact with the world, there's only so much she can do. Yeah, she tried to be a distraction, and then uh, love stomped on her. Mm-hmm. Which, P.S., I definitely, like, I had tears going down my face. That was, yeah, that was... And I was also super concerned for the dog in that moment, sure, but it was mostly for joy. <laughs> Did they leave the dog there? Yeah, that they was left the question. dog there. He's like, just hanging just... out with the bees right now. I guess and I'm going to live off your honey, guys. Just knocks over all the, the rest of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuff to drink. He's good. He'll go out in style. It's If Harrison Ford was a dog. <laughs> um, I, I kind of agree with you, Zach. I think that could have been done in a better way. I, um, I'm just saying, I didn't feel anything when she died. Sh- and well, I cared about I, them more I than felt anything. I felt numerous before. times that you're dead inside. So I, fe- I, I felt a good deal, but I think it could have. I, I do think it could have been stronger. Um, well, also, it was so clear she was going to die the instant they well, took yeah, her off. Yeah, as soon but, as you put her was, on the thing. I think they. Yeah, I no, wish that, they would have yeah. had a better way of. She just. She got a weak send off. That's all. She got little fingered. Well, I mean, it's it's more of a comment about what love thinks of her. So, what were you so compelled by through the story? I'm just curious. What hooked you in? Um, just in general, the uh, whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, just like it. Because I, I would say, I would say, I, 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 like you, I was not bored or disengaged the whole time. But I don't say, I don't know how terribly invested I was in the detective story at the same time. Well, I, I think I was because it was interesting in the beginning, and then it's like, wait, wait, this like. Uh, K might be the person he's looking for. Holy shit! Oh, he was never gonna be the person. Yeah, but then it and then it totally does that 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 switch, and I'm like, okay, then then who is she? And I just wanted to keep seeing more and learning more. Um, I I was I was waiting for that confrontation between K and Love, which I thought was great. Although Harrison Ford, like you guys said, was just kind of <laughs> sitting there not really doing anything that whole fight. Um. Well, that's seriously how they could keep him on set. They had to chain him to a chair. <laughs> Handcuff him. <laughs> uh, told him, you can't go flying until you finish your scenes. God damn it. Like, did you guys guess who was going to be the real child? No. No. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I should have seen it coming because it's so, like, most of the time in things, especially in detective shows, if there's one, like, scene with someone, you know they're going to come back later. It's like I didn't guess it. And that that actress, I don't know her name. I didn't write and it she down. Also but like, she was so like, good in that one scene. If and that when had, she was just crying, I'm yes. like, that's a lot of crying. Like, does she I just really thought feel because she doesn't Kay? get it's to like, make oh. her own memories, like she's stuck in this room. Just the fact that she got to see a real memory was that just 
it made her feel yeah, it's, that, that much. That was really well done, how that played both ways. Um, once yeah. you know wh- why she's crying. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that that actress is in this movie called Wetlands that is on... What's her name? Do you have her name on It's you? like... I have it up. Is it on. Carla Jury? Is that yeah, that's her. I wrote it down, but I that's forgot who it was. That's okay. her. Um, th- which is this crazy fucking German movie that she's also really good in, but it's really fucking weird and messed up um but she's excellent in that as well she should do more stuff um i also like the lab tech guy who was the coco <laughs> oh there were there were so yeah. many like recognizable faces in this movie and wood harris so, and and wood harris and who um, else was robin wright was also excellent in this movie and the guy, the guy from uh captain captain God. Captain uh, Phillips, yeah, uh, he was really uh, yeah. funny. The blonde, the blonde actress, Mackenzie uh, Davis, she's great. She was great yeah. too. She, her, and Wait, bl- blonde actress. Do you mean the you one that's the, the prostitute? The, yes. Yeah, the sex worker. Oh, the I way I she, the way they blended that her and oh Anna de Armas's sex scene was really like the. It was like just amazing visual effects work. Like oh, the yeah, way they really bled, cool. and yeah. quick, they bled between question. both of their eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. Quick question about that: Did any of you guys like once you were looking at her long enough when they went back to um, Ryan Gosling's face? It looked wrong to me because I was just so used to seeing two faces over one <laughs> that I couldn't like make heads or tails of wait, his actual wait. face. That's just a person. What the wait? What? Yeah. It's like why aren't there two people there? My eyes are seeing clearly again. <laughs> not seen double anymore but yeah i thought um, i thought that was done really well and surprisingly we didn't see the boobs in that scene <laughs> no we just saw them like later yeah when she was like 300 feet tall okay that's another thing well yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure like a city could ever just have giant naked women standing like that because i feel like do you realize like it's naked the, people is like We're acceptable on advertisements pretty much everywhere else in the fucking world except yeah, but this is California. Yeah, that's yeah. In LA. This is also like we don't know what happened to California. Yeah, it's also. I mean, look yeah, what happened to San Diego. Japanese stuff. You're right. You're right. It's got a lot of like. Yeah, it because it was like it Japanese part of LA. Japanese writing. Um, San Diego became okay. a dump, <laughs> literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What is it? We keep seeing. Oh no! It was a different show. Never mind. I was gonna say poor Comic Con though. It's like. Oh. <laughs> And I also saw it on D-Box, which was really cool. Because, like, whenever his car was moving, it would just be, like, my seat would Yeah, and then that it. was it, because there's no action that's moving. <laughs> I mean... I feel like D-Box was a waste pretty... of money. Did you see D-Box the second time you saw it? Second time, yeah. What are you thinking? I would have been like... I thought it was... Hey, I hey, saw the actually, movie in a D-Box best, screening, hey, and I walked hey, out, and I was like, that's... thank Christ I didn't pay extra money to sit in a chair for nothing. That's the best T- the D-Box I've seen so far. I really liked it. So What was the seat moving for? Besides flying? Uh, anytime there were explosions. Um, he when the spun music, around when the a couple times in up. that car. You know. Yeah, like when his car was getting destroyed, that was like when it got electrocuted and when he was diving, that was awesome uh, in the chair. Uh, and then, um... Oh, when... Uh, the best, the best, though, was when... Bautista was throwing right or Gosling through the wall. Oh, that was hilarious! Like, the chair's like oh my to god. The side, Speaking to the of side. going through walls, oh, when, when he Harrison ran through Ford the wall, locked the door, and he just ran through the wall. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
was I wish so the good. movie would have been that of any of my complaints, I wish it would have tuned into the humor just a little bit more. Like I think Batista's repeatedly slamming Gosling in the beginning was hilarious and like yeah. um I that moment was amazing when he and then there was a couple good lines in there like when he was like when all the pictures were lost with the albino guy like that was yeah, a funny must line have been, um, must have been adorable <laughs> but but I wish they would have there would have been a little bit more levity in the movie I would have appreciated that Yeah it was super, it that's another thing that maybe added to the length for me it was super serious the entire time. The the best laugh, like the both times I saw it, the biggest laughs people got were after Harrison Ford is just punching him Goss in the Gosling in the face, and it's like, like how I love could this you song. do that to that face? <laughs> I don't think there was a scene that he didn't have blood on him. But he never. The shot from the trailer where he was like covered in blood that wasn't actually in this, was it? Oh, I, I think remember. it was. I think it was when he got up after getting the shit kicked out of him right before the, right after they took Harrison Ford. All if you right, want to see a bloody Ryan Gosling, just go watch Drive. Gets plenty of blood no, on him. No, no, go watch. Um, what's the one? That, what's the other one that guy made? Only God forgives. Uh, I don't like yeah, that one. Yeah, watch that. That that is an awful movie. <laughs> so or amazing. Don't watch it. But you know, whatever. But that uh, is two against one on this one. It's not good. Okay, but it is. Super bloody. Oh. Or you know, just go watch. Um. Oh God, what's it called? Another one Zach hates that we love. Uh, the tower one with the. Is it from Singapore? Oh, the, oh raid. the raid. Yeah, the raid. That's bloody. One of the best action <laughs> movies of the decade. Yeah. So what else? What else? Do we, we, ben says this is his second favorite movie. I feel like you haven't convinced me that it is from this year. It, it's so pretty. I, I, I've said I loved. It was beautiful. It's kept me engaged the whole time. I, th- I thought best Ryan everybody in it was amazing. Yeah, best Ryan Gosling, best Harrison Ford. Uh, Anna de Armas was even better than they were. I, because I, they weren't the best they've ever been. But okay. Or just she was that good. Don't <laughs> make so it are you asking me to give you facts or my opinions? I, I I can. What are you talking about? Facts versus opinion? I'm just asking what you feel. Well, you're saying like. You're saying like I'm I'm wrong stating. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I disagree with you. That's a different thing. (laughs) Okay, well, so look at it from my perspective. These things that I'm saying are all positive. That's why I love this movie. I'm just saying a movie that I would say the second is my second favorite movie. I'd feel you'd be a little more emphatic about it. But and um, I'm just curious, what else stood out for you? Do you remember how quiet he was last week when he was the one that liked the movie? This is just how he processes. So how do you guys feel about an android and a human having a baby? Was Wait, uh, Ra- Rachel was a replicant too, I thought. Or was it an android Rachel and an was android? a replicant, he wasn't. Yeah. Well, either well, way, how do you feel no, about no, that? No, wait, 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 hold on, pause. Story? Are we saying it's that Decker unclear. was not a replicant? He's not. It's, 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 it's not said either way. Okay, well, okay, either he says way. We were being unclear. hunted. That's well, yeah, clearly he was being no, he was being hunted because he ran away with her. Yeah, they even they even said that in the end of the first movie. It's like he, he didn't do his job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, again, it's been a while since I've seen and, the first and one, were, and so they were very vague right. about it. So you could make an argument for either, but either way, how do you feel yeah, about that? There, there was the scene with him and Jared Leto, and they said the same kind of thing where they made it like he could be. Yeah, but he also could be like, who knows? 
I was kind of hoping we get one or the other. I made a bet with one of my friends, like, hey man, five bucks says it's. I said five bucks. It says he's a replicant. And neither just, of us made money. I just want to know what the bait, like, <laughs> what the girl, her innards look like now. Like, does she have a metallic skeleton or what? <laughs> well, we don't know what any of the replicants look like on the inside. This yeah, we true. do. We saw we saw Rachel's bones. That's true. We yeah, saw but, her bones. Yeah, they're, but they're she, not cyborgs. But she guys. might they're, be a different. They're they're. They're well, she's, she's an android. People. Are they clones? Yeah, but then they also they also killed the other one. Uh, Jared Leto cut open the other one. She bled all over the place. Well, I'm not yeah, saying they know, can't bleed. But androids bleed, bleed but, plenty but of times. But how, how organic are they versus... How, yeah, metal versus organic. So they're, organic. Not, they're not really androids. They said genetically engineered humans. So they're like, they're people. They're like pod people. Okay. I well, mean, then, though hmm, Wallace I guess, also I mean, implies that Deckard was engineered to meet Rachel and fall in love with her. And well, I just have thought the they meant that that scene was engineered to happen, and not that he was made to go see her. Well, that's that's again that's questioning. Are you a replicant who was engineered to do this, or is it just fake? Um, a replicant is a bio-robotic android. So there are robotics involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, did well they did did they they didn't say so they say androids in Blade Runner the original Blade Runner but in this they say bioengineered humans so maybe the way um, the difference between so the, like the later corporations models? yeah they're like yeah they're even they're more human but either way they come in a baggie and it's weird <laughs> <laughs> they they come out covered in like it's seriously Jared Leto is complaining about how many he has to make don't kill one then yeah stop killing them <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you make more. So how do we feel about this uh, this movie in relation to other movies that question humanity or explore themes so around like humanity? So like Ex Machina? So I actually haven't seen Ex Machina, but that's oh a good... Oh my god, John, um, see it now. Yeah, that's, that's a that, good... That's we seriously a need to make movie. a list for you and hold you oh accountable. God. All three of you it's... need a list. <laughs> oh, it's true, but John's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. Um, X Machina. Hey, what were the Power other ones Rangers. I was trying to think of? Uh, the Raid. The you're next. The Deus Machina. Deus, <laughs> Deus Machina. X Machina. Wait. Do X-Machina. all these do all these cover themes on humanity and like cyborgs and androids and robots? No, nope, but no. humanity, no. sure. But those are movies you need to see. Well, that's that. No, the well, that's specifically the. Well, the you just asked what I'm was on your list. For the record, I think her does the joy. Stuff that is better. what I definitely okay. need to see. Her, that's that's not. Her was a uh, her. I can imagine would be a great movie in that genre. But how do we feel about this movie in terms of how it matches up within that genre? Excuse me. I don't know. Really like I wasn't it. drawn um, to that either. I, I mean, as much as I like this movie, I wasn't like one hundred percent in on everything except kind of that relationship. I wasn't worried about his debate whether he was human or not. I pretty much bought that he yeah, is. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really I mean, care about that. I mean, he has about as much... And then by the end of the movie, he's breaking away from his... Whatever you want to call it, coding. Because he's failing that test. What an intense well, he was test, lying by the way. Too. Yeah, that was an intense process. Well, I wouldn't want someone like yelling at me. It's version of the, the Voight-Kampf well, test. I, I get that, but it's just... Yeah, but the Voight-Kampf was much more laid back. actually gave you, like, scenarios. Yeah. This just yells words well, at you. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think it's it's a mix of like it's asking questions that could trigger like a response, like delay your delay because you'd be thinking about something, mm. and that's what it did. Like when he was when he was off 
his when he was testing off, he was delayed in a couple of the answers. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say, I feel like regardless of that, he still did a pretty good job in terms of portraying someone who was super ro- quote-unquote robotic. Like, I mean, I, I really like that. But he wasn't robotic. He wasn't, but he seemed that way. Like, he he came off with a very naturalistic kind of distant for someone who's not supposed to have, like, emotions, really, and who's supposed to, like, only follow directions. Um, yeah. He, he was, did a yeah, really good job yeah, playing I get what you're saying. this my, completely my favorite, straight my favorite, character. My favorite shot of him in the whole movie was when he finds the horse and you just kind of see his hands are shaking a little bit and then it pans up to his face and you just like, it's like just about to break the surface. Like he's, he's yeah, confused, he's it's angry, just bad he's scared, though, it's like, everything. I, I agree with you, but the whole time I was just like, it's an implanted memory. Stop freaking out, guy. Yeah. Okay, I I thought it was a real memory. I did well, not it is see a real memory, just coming. not his. Yeah, I didn't, but I thought it was his. I didn't see that twist coming. That wasn't him. I did, well, um, the only reason I saw it coming was because when you introduce something like that, it's gonna come up. Yeah, there, there were there. I I agree with Lauren. It was and like they, just, they, they were talking about it to so be the much guy too early. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, but um, I I He's guess I was repairing. intrigued to figure out what happened with that though the whole time. Um, but. Yeah, I was not really. I wasn't like, oh man, it's real. Um, besides it being real, not real for him, I guess yeah. I should say. Um, yeah. I'd say the one complaint I have about this movie, other than a baby being born out of a relationship I don't believe in, is just the whole revolutionary storyline that luckily they didn't get into. Because it's like, God, if that would have been really long for you, John. Yeah, I well, I feel like that. If anything, that part was really just to reveal that, oh, he's not actually a replicant, and then also. But I draw think you could have done it with just the one woman. You don't need. Or this not whole, that, like, that he wasn't going to take sorry. over the world someday, guys. Not that he wasn't a replicant. Excuse me. That he wasn't the kid. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, oh, but, then but that also, was a good scene, though, because she was like, oh, you thought it was you. It's like, oh, no. But then it also it added to that discussion of what it means to be human and what it means to have agency, because she commanded him to kill Decker and said, like, hey, we can't risk him being caught or whatever. You need to find him. And what kill was him. so important about what? Yeah, what was what were they worried about uncovering when? What was they they were worried that they were through worried Decker would they the... would find the daughter. The location of the kid. Oh, the which? No, he didn't know where. Speak... But Harrison Ford didn't know where the kid was. Yeah, but they I don't did. think they, they knew that. Regardless, oh, he didn't. Oh. yeah, exactly. And so there was this tension of like, and with um, the main character, he could with... lead them back to her because that's the one connection he has to his daughter. Yeah, and so with the tension that's provided to Kay, what do I do? He makes the choice. The relationship between this father and this daughter who I thought or this the father and this kid this estranged kid who I thought I was all this time that's important of course I'm not going to kill him and that was his final his first his final and his most important act of agency which I would say you don't know if he's dead prove prove that he he's was human dead. but back to what I was saying before John so appropriately interrupted me um, like, how did 
they find out what Kay was doing. She just like showed up to those sex workers like follow him. Where well, did she come from? I think I got the impression that Kay was like the A number one Blade Runner. So mm-hmm. and people so if they were But how would they know he was on that case? Maybe they have someone inside. Yeah. Uh, but like that just seems like such a random thing to not show us that They could also been have been have been watching Lore the Wallace side of things too. Um I I love that scene speaking of Wallace. They could have been watching Rachel's Bones. Whoever got them. It's like, <laughs> that oh, sounds like a movie title. Person. Um I I love that scene with love when she starts drone blowing up in San Diego and they cut to her oh, and she's yeah. getting her her nails were like of yeah. like my little pony she's just like oh come on creatures get up. yeah <laughs> um, that was awesome well and it was just also a neat little detail or aspect of the futuristic or the yeah the futuristic nature of this setting I think what Lauren was in, in just kind of saying, though, that is like the point of view. I think that actually is one thing that bothered me. And I think the weakest section of the movie is basically once Harrison Ford shows up. Yeah. And I think it's because they, he um, Kay gets too sidelined. It's very much his story. And it very much becomes, I don't know, it feels like Deckard should have been introduced earlier in some capacity. So we're not just like... We're just never introduced. Well, but we're playing so much catch up with him at the end yeah and he has to have his moment his fight or whatever um which those scenes were well done but it's uh it just and then once deckard is brought back i felt like that again that scene with rachel i enjoyed that 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 scene and the tension between wallace and deckard and everything but then I feel like Kay just got lost in the background. And then next time we see him, I think, is when he's all bloodied up on the bridge. Right? It, for whatever reason, he felt really disconnected to his decision-making process. And I know John made a good rationale. Well, he decided to not follow through with killing Deckard. But I'm curious how that will play on a second playthrough. Because by the end of the movie, you realize, oh, this is just about getting the dad back to his daughter kind of movie. Um, yeah. We focused more on what he was focusing on, so it was still kind of his POV. Yeah. Even if we didn't get to see him as much. Mm-hmm. Like, But I, I, it'll just be interesting to see how those scenes play, watching Gosling, because I didn't know what the fuck he was thinking a lot of the times, like, yeah. uh, while we're watching it. It'll be interesting to see those played back, knowing what he actually was feeling in those moments. <gasps> oh my god, I just remembered something. I was looking through my notes from the first movie, since you didn't let me go on about it. <laughs> Um, what is it with these movies in um, replicants and androids kissing people? What? Like they always just randomly kiss people. Like, what's her joy or not joy? Um, love randomly kissed uh, Ryan Gosling's character mm-hmm. when she killed him. Um, Michael Fassbender in the Alien movies is always himself. kissing people. <laughs> what? He kissed himself. He kissed himself and the female lead. Yeah. Um. The in the last movie, the evil replicant kissed uh, the his creator as he killed Tyrell. him. It's like, yep. what is this with androids suddenly wanting to they kiss everything they kill? Just want a little bit kill? of love. I was really, like... really, 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 really hoping they slipped David into this movie in some capacity. That and, would have been awesome. <laughs> yes, and connected the two. I mean, they were already they put um Game of Thrones into this by bringing the Tyrells back. <laughs> It's nice to see that they're still around. 
Um, well, and for the sake of not being as long as the movie, does anybody have any final thoughts they'd like to share? Real quick side note, I'm not sure how much we've talked about him. Uh, what do we think about Jared Leto as an actor in general? I like him. I liked him in this. I'm trying to think of other performances right now, and I can't. Do we? Feel I like usually he's enjoy gonna, him. Can... The internet doesn't, though. So what can you he do? was great in um, uh, the movie Suicide Squad. No, Dallas Buyers Club. Suicide Squad. Ugh. Ben, oh, you're the worst. Yes. Oh, he was, oh my god. He was good I, I completely Suicide forgot Squad. about the Joker. That's how much I hated it. Oh, he was great in Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, he was not. I I thought he actually was a good Joker. Like I, all well, jokes aside. I'm not saying I hated him mm-hmm. as the Joker. I just hated that version of the Joker. He was good though. Um you saw Dallas about you uh, excuse me, you saw Dallas Buyers Club, mm-hmm. Lauren? Okay, gotcha. Because he, he, he won an Oscar. Yeah, he won he's an been, award for it. And the internet was angry. Because he's well, been playing such like. Well, that's the job of the like, internet to be angry. Really <laughs> angry, really angry. I just I, for someone and maybe Jared Lowe's a new brand of like actor in the sense of like he does so many different types Acker, of media. rocker. Um. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but sometimes, like he plays, he's such a character and such a character in real life as well that like I'm not sure. If he's going to be remembered more so for that than his performances, because his perform like again, I loved his performance in this one. I think he played a good, distant kind of insane or mad scientist type, uh, capitalist, uh, whatever. Oh, but- I'm going to remember for him for how awful his character was in Panic Room. Oh, he was he oh, was good in that movie in though. Uh, yeah, I liked him in Panic Room. I don't remember liking him. He was a nut job. Oh, you weren't supposed to like him, but he was good. Well, maybe that's why I remember disliking his performance because I just didn't like the character. It's like it's like the Joffrey thing. It's like he's you hate him. That's you know that's the actor it's doing true. a good job. I think Jared Leto has too much time left to act to he's guess where he's going to be remembered for. I don't think so. Well, I like his character. I'm not sure if I was convinced of his malevolence completely. I thought love. Well, he wasn't malevolent. He just wanted to be God. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. So that's that's not (laughs) malevolent at all. Um, He just wanted to create life. He was super creepy. Um, He wanted to create create life that could create life. Yeah. But not for like super noble. But it sounds like he didn't. He wasn't even involved anymore. It sounds like he was just chilling off world, and he was all pissed that the latest model didn't have babies. Well, I mean, did he expect to come out of manufacturing already having a baby in it? Like that made no sense. So everyone recommends. Highly recommend. Sorry for going on so many tangents this episode. We loved it anyway. It's feels weird to me that i feel like i like this the third most out of the four of you i would have never have guessed that after watching the movie well you clearly don't think that much of us then well it's not a how much i think of you it's just i know what you guys tend to like when it, I, I, I would have swore apparently that not this, i would have swore the pacing <laughs> yeah, and the, like the length would have killed all. us killed this for you guys i didn't think this was boring i, I was pleasantly was surprised boring. Maybe that's why I like this one so much, just because I hated so, the one, the original so much. You just like looking at Ryan. That is also not incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> there were just, there were a lot of beautiful people in this movie. Yep, lots of pretty people. So that's going to do it. Next week, we are doing Happy Death Day. 
Yes. And I'm so excited. I would like to do something else, but these clowns aren't letting well, me. What else is I'll try there to convince day? them. No, I want to do boogie nights, but you guys don't want to. No, um, no, definitely not. Yeah. Why? Uh, why would you want to watch the the second best movie of all time? Oh. Uh, because I don't want to watch it, and it's October, and like I said earlier, that means horror movies. Hey, you don't know how horrible life it can be to be a porn star in the '80s. I'm Zach. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd. Uh, you can also find us at middleofrow.com. I'm Ben. Uh, you can follow me at at the Grigsby Bear on Twitter, or you can follow us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. Uh, I'm John <laughs> Rahul, and you can find me at Twitter at at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter, so you can get updates when we post reviews or when uh, podcast episodes go up. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes and now Google Play. And I am Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Go see Happy Death Day and Boogie Nights. Bye. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.